Hi, I am Christopher Coles II, and you are listening to On the Road to Perfection, presented by Wholly Owned and Operated, created, produced, and 100% unscripted by my mom and dad, Beth and Christopher Coles. This podcast is them talking about our faith, what they believe, and how they share it, but also about how they have messed up and how to help you not mess up in your faith. Combined, they have over 60 years of strong Catholic faith and commitment. They walk around our neighborhood talking about faith, morals, how to live in this world but not of it, science and faith, and a formidable repertoire of music, the same way they talk about and live it at home, where I hear it every waking hour of every day. They also share their stumbles and falls, many of which you are probably familiar with. This podcast is completely unscripted and unedited, and as such, it is just them talking as they always have to me for over two decades. And I hope you are able to get a piece of what I have gotten all my life. Now, from Wholly Owned and Operated, On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast, by my mom and dad, Beth and Christopher Coles. Jesus, for a beautiful day, for your love, your sacrifice, for the gift of you becoming incarnate and joining us here on earth. We ask you to keep us safe as we walk and help us to be open to your will and your word as we share our journey with our listener and we pray for our listener that they're able to glean some hope and encouragement from what we talk about that we say what you want to have us say and that our listener hears what you would have them hear please lift us up to your father and grant us the grace of the holy spirit as we walk and talk For these and all his mercies, God's holy name be praised. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Which way? Um, that way? Yeah. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A neighborly day in this beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Would you be mine? Would you be mine? I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like you. So let's make the most of this beautiful day. Something, something, something to say. Would you be mine? Would you be mine? Would you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Yeah, but there's... Oh. Oh, no, I was thinking of the outro. I always liked that part. Because it was like... Because he says... um, I'll have things I'll want. No, you'll have things you'll want to talk about. I will too. So long, neighbor. And you're like, oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta have all these things to tell Mr. Rogers when I see him next time. Yeah. Yep.
That means I have to tell my Mr. Rogers story. Yes, you do. Yeah. I got to eat dinner with Mr. Rogers when I was a little boy. We did. How old were you? Um, six or seven. Really? Maybe maybe a little older. I don't yeah. remember if it was when we lived with my grandmother or a summer. It would have had to have been a very soon summer after that. Yeah. So no older than eight. And uh, we lived in Pittsburgh with my grandmother, and she was a supporter of the local opera. And they had the, the society had dinner before. I think some of the operas. Yeah. Um, and so she uh, she took me along with her her friend. I want to say it was Polly, but I may be wrong. That was a long time ago. <laughs> and well, no, it wasn't. It was the lady. Now I know who it was because okay. she just she she. Uh, I want to say it skips. Was it skips? Uh, anyway, uh, I bird walk. Yes, that's okay. Anyway, so um, we went somewhere in Pittsburgh before the opera and had dinner and Fred Rogers was a supporter of the opera, opera and he sat at the table right next to me and I think he made it a point to sit right next to me because I was You're the uh, only kid I was the only kid I was the only it's not like the crowd was five or six or seven times my age yeah no everybody yeah was you know yeah and well, I don't, if I, you were six or seven, they were probably ten times your age. Yeah, and I don't remember what we talked about. I just remember it was just like he was on TV. Yeah. You know, just very, very cool. Anyway, yep. okay. Yep, and I will forever so, be jealous of you yep. because of that. And I never got his autograph or anything like that. He just talked to me like I yeah. was a regular dude, you know, what, yeah. what? You know, I'm sure is what 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 grade are you in? You know, all that yeah, stuff. Sure. You know, and probably I don't like peas either. You know, or whatever. You know, yeah. just you know, it was just. Really I would cool. have asked him about Daniel Striped Tiger. I, I I may have. I just I don't know. I don't remember. Yep. The conversation, and I think I don't remember the conversation. Because I don't remember conversations with regular people at rubber chicken dinners <laughs> anywhere, you, you know. And he was just a regular person. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, maybe you know he was a Presbyterian minister. Yeah. Maybe we should talk about um, lay people. Okay. And our place in the church. Okay. That sounds good to me. Um, you know, because I, I came across this suggestion on Amazon Prime or whatever for a movie to watch, which was something about Noah and the Flood Part 1 or something like yeah. that, put together by a, well, it was a, a, a Christian mm -hmm. director and group. Mm -hmm. I looked into it and quickly found that wasn't... Scosche, what I wanted to be exposed to, and uh, mainly because it starts out saying that, well, in the first 15 minutes or so, I, I understand that 
they talk about, you know, they they had the Ten Commandments and broke them. And so the uh, flood came. Yeah, that's wrong. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> so, but, you know, people, people like Noah mm-hmm. or Abram uh, or Jacob or Joseph, yeah. David, mm-hmm. were all lay people. And they were, they, in some instances, elevated to, like, king in David's sense. And, well, and David was a priest king, so yeah, and different. Yeah, but, and, and, and... That's a whole other story. Right, so we're... But, you know, lay people can... And get it right and get it wrong. Yeah. And oftentimes get it wrong. Um, you know, and uh, and maybe that's you know we had that episode on the magisterium. Right? Did yeah. we do the magisterium? Yeah, we did the magisterium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, yep. and we wh- did why why wh- Catholics have a pope. Yeah. And why we yeah. and why we need those? Because. Yep. It gets pretty messy if everything's left up to personal interpretation, including, yeah. I mean, if you can personally interpret the Bible, why can't you, can't you then personally interpret what books should be in the Bible? Right. So. And you personally interpret God, and all of a sudden you've got seven billion gods, because yep. there's seven billion people on the planet. Yep. So, which of course we do have that many gods, you know, and more, the things that we all worship yeah. and put before the Lord. So we've but the laity have a responsibility. And maybe this is kind of a summary. I mean mm-hmm. it's toward the year end, right? Yeah. Uh, the physical year end. It's the beginning of the liturgical year. Yeah. Um, and but laity have a responsibility. First we have a responsibility to know the faith. Yes. To study it, to to study scripture, to yeah. study the doctors and fathers of the church and the um, and their writings, uh, the catechism, um, because uh, even Jesus says that the scripture isn't the sole source of everything. He tells them, "Go out and teach the world what I have taught you, not what." Yeah. What I wrote down, because so far we haven't found anything that Jesus wrote down. That's right. Um, except for what he wrote in blood, and that was simply our salvation. Right. Just a little thing. Um, so as, as lay people, parents and spouses, in your case and mine, mm-hmm. um, and friends and family members, we have a responsibility to pass on the faith. But more pointedly, to introduce Jesus to people uh, and to show Jesus to them through our lives. And anybody can do that from a a simple simple thing um, which despite the not necessarily following the rubric of the mass yesterday, uh, the the priest did 
did you knock it out of the park when he said just just love yep and i think that's our responsibility as lay people sounds simple enough yeah well it, it is well, simple that that's the it's one word that's it's, the great commandment that sacrifice you love god and then yep. love your neighbor it, it's yeah. it is pretty simple it's just not easy it's not hey easy. i didn't hit the timer Oh, I was wondering about that. Oh, yeah. Well, this is where we're at, so we're 10 minutes in. Okay. So. The, you know, the, the, there's whole documents that talk about what the role of the laity is in the church. Right. Um, and, you know, if. The, the significant the, role. Yeah. The, the thing is. You know, if the church was only priests, the church would have died out a long time ago. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Priests come from families. Right. <laughs> you know, so that's that's one thing. Um, the the family unit is the smallest societal unit, and it's also the 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 unit that God created first. Yeah, it's, right? and it's universally accepted and, as the building block right, of, society of society and culture. Right, yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. That, that was from Sociology 101, yeah. right? Yep. yep. So, the fact that, you know, a, a parish is a family of families, the, the universal church is made up of, you know, individuals, who are all members of a family. And when you look at family life, how does that work? It's not one person serving everybody. Right. That, that's a very dysfunctional family. Right. Um, and it's not the children serving the parents and the parents doing nothing. That's a dysfunctional family too. Right. You have to work together. There's a give and a take. There's roles and responsibilities that everybody has. It's the same way in the church. Yeah, that's an important note. You know, Father Simon talks about that uh, quite a bit and um, makes the point. It's not, it's not a hierarchy in the traditional sense. It's not a military. You know, it's not, right. not like a bishop answers to a cardinal and that sort right. of thing. Um, the, you know, and, and I mean, priests serve... At, at a bishop's, you know, not at their whim, because even if yeah. a bishop says, I want you to move to this new parish, canon law allows the priest to, priest say, to say, nope. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, so the, the, the church itself is a family. And uh, so, for instance, when the pope says something, mm-hmm. okay, well, as children... Way, pope just comes from papa, which means father. Right. So. Right so, there. so when when children of the church, of which he is one as well, yeah. children of the yeah. Lord, uh, you know, we we as children in a family would trust that our father, our papa, our parent, yeah. knows better than we do. Right. And there's a good possibility that the Pope does. He's a gazillion years old. <laughs> He's been around the block once or twice. 
he's dealt with theological, philosophical, and cultural issues, you know, longer than most. Um, and has the guidance of the Holy Spirit with the magisterium. Yeah. And, 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 and so, you know, it's, a, it's like having, you know, parents and grandparents around to help help a parent make a yeah. make a decision yep. you know and to make sure that it's in line with the ultimate father of the family right. the the truth right. and the moral uh, standard uh, you know of, of absolute truth that right. the that God uh, that God gives. Yeah. yeah. So, so what's our role in the church? You said you were going to talk about. Well, I, yeah, I, it's I, as family members. Yeah. You know, I think, so I think the, it's it's easy. I don't I don't want to make a pat correlation here, but maybe it's worthy of more study. Maybe it's already been done. But are the dysfunctional. And I, I say this because I come from one. Are the dysfunctional families and the dysfunctioning parts of those families, you know, also perhaps the ones that are more reticent toward accepting uh, the the faith of the church. Um, and I only ask that because you go to church. Yes, there are dysfunctional people there. Sure. We know that. They look at me, they say, he's at the top of the list. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they're, but simply by attending church, attending mass, mm -hmm. we are admitting we are incapable of just about everything. Right. Yeah. And, and that's I, a humility that's and, required. Yeah. That at least I know in my family, and I, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. My sister listens to these every now and then, and I love you, sweet sister. And uh, you know, in terms of if we're, um, you know, rebellious, um, you know, I can I can speak of my sisters strong faith um, and she is of a different faith tradition than than ours um, but I can also speak of my brothers who are a little you know off on things you know, one is certainly discovered the Lord and is, ex is exploring and that's wonderful and and another one claims to be the most Christian of all of us, and there's, ooh, it's so I don't know if the laity in how we grow up in a family is indicative of how we are in a a faith family. It, well, I yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I, it was harder for me to come to the faith and this is me looking on the outside mm -hmm. you know if I were to look at, at you but but you went through confirmation for two years you know yeah. so that's a process right but I had a 
I, I mean, the, and it's kind of funny because, you know, I finally made that decision to become Catholic when I read why the Catholics have a Pope. Yeah. And I acquiesced and submitted myself to that authority at that very moment I said I want to become Catholic. Right. I, you know, yeah. I know that because I needed a good yeah. father figure in that sense. Right. And he represented the, the church and the Lord, yeah. and, you know, in, in that. In, the in, leadership, yeah. sure. And but, so as laity, we're, you know, it's, it's our duty to, like you said, learn the faith, pass it on. But we also, you know, um, we, we participate in the sacramental life of the church. And, you know, sacraments are dialogues. It's a conversation and it's, you know, it's God's way of physically giving us grace so that our human faculties can, can sense it. Okay. Right. Um, and when we, when we attend, when we present ourselves to the church for sacraments, when we witness someone else receiving the sacraments, that is how we build relationship. Um, how, you know, there, there's, there's a reason that the, the highest, the, the, the highest form of prayer centers around a meal, you know? Right, yeah, there's, sure. There's a reason that, you know... That would be I the mean, Eucharist, right? Yeah. 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 The, there's a reason that, you know, we come together as a community a lot of times around food, you know? You're, you're going to um, have a a get-together at the church and almost everybody's like, well, what, what's the food going to be? Right. Or what can I bring? Right. 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 And. Or even benefit dinners. Yeah. You know, and I mean, that, it, you know, you don't go to a benefit without food. Right. You know, it, the, and so I think that speaks again to the laity's role in being a, a, a party to the wedding feast that that God is throwing, you know that the there's, you know, the parable of the wedding feast. Why would you refuse that? Right. You know, and so as laity, we need to recognize how crucial we are to the life of the church. And, you know, to, to flip that around, you know, the, the priests and, and bishops should, most of them do, but they should thank their parishioners for their volunteerism, for mm -hmm. participation, for being there, for showing up, you know? Right. Um, well, and, on, and, and the, the, 
bishops and priests should also show up. Right. As yes. as yes. fathers, as right. pastors. Right. So again, it's you know, what's our role? Our role is to, you know, be an active member of the family. Yeah. You know, we we you know we need to be like good little children. And Don't instead worry. of be happy. instead be of happy. the surly teenagers yeah. that go lock themselves away or go, you know, or say, sit in a corner. I don't, I don't agree with that, so I'm not going back. Right. Or, you know, you know uh, or, there was you know, there was a bad it, priest or a bad bishop that makes the whole church bad. Right. You yeah, know. That's, well, you, you know, know. <laughs> it's like saying, okay, there's a bad person in my family, so I, the whole family stinks. Right. You, you know? know, you're going to condemn the whole family right. tree because one person. Right. So, yeah, I think we need to come to the Lord as children. Yeah. Be children in his family. And, you know, just like when, you know, as children learn more, they can certainly say, well, Dad, I I don't agree with that. Can you explain it to me? Or right. here's what I think. The church calls yeah. us. It demands of us mm-hmm. that we share, you know, what we know because God works through all of us. Right. So, um, lots and lots of holy men and women, not ordained and not consecrated religious, mm-hmm. they have done a huge amount of work for God in the church. Well, and I would say a majority of the saints are. Right unconsecrated, un- not ordained, and etc. Yep. You know? Well, just by virtue of numbers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But even, I think even if we take out the martyrdom, the, yeah. uh, you know, anyway. So, uh, maybe that was discombobulated a little bit. But, you know, as laity, we share through Holy Owned and Operated at holyownedandoperated.com, <laughs> um, you know, how to, how to, we, we help lay people be better children. Yep. Better family members. That just, yeah. So, you know. We help anyone yeah. grow in their Catholic faith. Yep. Love everybody. Yes. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast by my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles. This podcast took time, effort, and money to create, and we ask that you visit wholyownedandoperated.com. That's H-O-L-Y ownedandoperated.com to donate and check out the massive amounts of free stuff we have available. We are a nonprofit organization and as such are tax deductible so please donate when you visit our website. Also, sign up for our newsletter for free. We send it out weekly to inform you of our new content and upcoming events. Once again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast created by my mom and dad and produced by Wholly Owned and Operated. God bless.